before we get into today's episode, I just want to go ahead and let y'all know about our two sponsors of the day. Um, they're always going to be there. Now, the other sponsor you'll most likely hear, if there is one, uh, a little bit later on. That might change, but this one will not. Uh, this one is through, uh, and that one is on uh, the podcast. This one is sponsored just me in general. Now, uh, that's my YouTube, my Twitch, my TikTok, podcast, so so forth. And those two are Dubby and Raves. Now, you might be asking, what, what is Dubby? What is Raves? Raves might sound familiar, Dubby might not. Both are energy drinks now. Um, well, I'm going to tell you a little about Dubby first. Dubby uh, is just a pure powder. You have to mix it in. However, each container comes with a scoop. And you, know, you just and they'll tell you the right scoop. It just about two scoops, I believe. Uh, but, and you, you go ahead and you put that into you know, X amount of water. Now, what I typically do is I don't really drink water unless it's unfortunately as much as I should uh, typically I drink it out of a water bottle so I'll get your standard size water bottle which is a little bit bigger than what they recommend on what it says on the the container but you put that same dosage in there and you close the cap make sure it's nice and tight, shake it up well W is a little more granular um, it is still good I, I, ha- I can't remember the flavor that I have off the top of my head but uh, it is good. I think it's a galactic flavor, whatever. Um, so it tastes good again, aside from being a little granular, but it gives me energy so I can deal with a little bit of granular. And that's because I'm using the bottle and I'm not using, you know, their, their mixer. They do have a mixer cup with the mixer bowl, um, that I have not been able to afford. Uh, it is cheap, it's not expensive or anything, it's not within my budget. I am broke uh, as of right now, so I'm really glad that uh, these two companies have decided to sponsor me. Um, so, uh, there's W. I'm going to go ahead and, uh, you know, if you're looking for a link, you can go to my YouTube channel, uh, which is ZachRider747. The link for both uh, W and Ray's will be in my fout. It'll also be in the description of my newer videos. Um, so, that'll have the coupon codes for both, and I'll tell you what they are here. Um, the website for W is W.GG. Um, so, you go ahead and use the coupon code ZachRider747. You save on your order. Use that coupon code at checkout, and you'll save on your order. Now, Rays, ooh, that one is a little more established. W is up and coming. Uh, Rays seems to be a lot more established. They have, uh, they have little powders. They have cans. They have, um, they got T-shirts. They got. Oh, what was the word I'm looking for? Uh, they don't. Really, they don't just have energy. They also have some sleep thing, which I have yet to try. Uh, I have an idea where I can actually try that yet. Um, but they have. They also have like this little pancake mix. That I have not tried because I don't know. You know, I can't read it. But that's another story. Uh, anyway, so they have all kinds of stuff. Again, they have a little. Uh, now their powders are in little packets. You might be able to get one in, in, in a big container, but they're in little packets. So a little hard to open. But you know what? That's fine. I'm much rather you know feel it hard to open way too easy and it just opens in my pocket or my bag, what have you. I've used that quite a few times. It also works. So both of these work. If they didn't work, I wouldn't be telling you about it. Um, but it worked for me. It might not work for you, but they do work for me. So I recommend you at least go and buy one, give it a shot. 
buy it online, order online, save yourself the price of gas just to get over there. The, the ship's going to be a lot cheaper than gas. I guarantee you that. Um, plus, hey, who doesn't like getting stuff delivered right to their door? So, if you can go ahead and order off uh, Raise, which I think it's RaiseEnergy.com, uh, you can at least look at Raise. Again, if you want a, a link to these, so you don't have to you know, try and type it up and find it, and go to my YouTube channel, Zach Ryder 747 and it's in the About section in the descriptions of all my videos. Anyway, so the coupon code for Raise is the same, Zach Ryder 747 Now, with W, it is lowercase Zach Ryder and then 4747. Raise, it is all capital Zach Ryder and then 747. So use those coupon codes at checkout. And again, those can be found with the links on my YouTube channel. Again, the Zack Ryder 747. So go ahead and use those coupon codes to save money on your purchase. You can make a small purchase, a big purchase. And if you really like it, I'd recommend stocking up. Maybe doing like they're really great for if you're working a night shift. I typically work night shifts, uh, and occasionally I'll actually have to use them. Um, you know that they are my go-to for when I have to stay awake. When I know, uh, like I have some rays in the car right now. Um, you know, W all make on occasion where I know I don't have the energy, I'll go ahead and I'll, you know, if I have a spare bottle, I'll, that is, I'll go ahead and I'll just, you know, pop them in, shake it up, um, you know, stick in the fridge, and then when I go to work, I have it. Uh, so they're great if you're working night shifts, even if it's just, you know, six, eight hour night shift, if you're working a double, they definitely help. Uh, if you're working a night shift or even a day shift, and you, you know, need, need a little bit of a boost on the way home, that does work. Uh, I recommend actually getting some sleep before, like if you have the time to, to, to sleep 30 minutes, an hour, or, you know, like specifically timed out, or if you, you know, have the time, like the rest of the day, just sit there, sleep in your car, until your body wakes you up. Um, I recommend doing that before leaving for work, if you are that tired, they need energy. But if you don't have the time, these energy drinks are great. Um, so, again... A coupon codes are Zach Ryder 747, that is Raise Energy and W Energy. That's W.GG, I know that's the site for W. Raise, I think it's RaiseEnergy.com. But again, you can find links on the description of the latest videos as well as the about section. On my YouTube channel at Zach Ryder 747. So you can open it up in the app, YouTube app, uh, website, what have you, and click on the link and I'll take you there. So. Now we'll go ahead and get into this episode. Thank you, Rays, and thank you, Debbie. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of On the Field Podcast, where everything's on the table and nothing is off limits. So today, we go ahead and cover a couple articles here, uh, or a few articles that I found. Uh, just <laughs> look on the internet. So uh, the first one is brought to us by MSN.com. I first have to apologize for breaks. I am currently recording this at work because I have no other time outside of work, unfortunately, right now to record these. I figure, hey, this is the best place to do them. So, anyway, best time to do them. It's lay by lie back yesterday at 11.10 a.m. Um, so, you know, it's 3.11, currently at 2.21 a.m. EST, so I'm guessing, yeah. Uh, Tom Hanks, decades long feud with this star is painful, friend says. If you know about the reputation for being two of the nicest people in Hollywood, then you'd be surprised that Tom Hanks or Henry Winkler 
would have a feud with anyone, let alone each other. But it's true. Reportedly, the tension between the two actors dates all the way back in 1989, when they were working on the movie Turner and Hooch together. That's right, this feud began with the movie about a crime-solving dog. These days, matters seem to be resolved between Hanks and Winkler, but one of their mutual friends, director Ron Howard, has confirmed that things weren't always so friendly. Plus, Winkler made the occasional comment about his relationship with Hanks over the years, sometimes just to jokingly fuel the fire. says to read on to find got more of it's not the Hollywood clash but I guess that's all we're getting here uh, so alright well that was uh, let's go over here okay if there's anyone uh, alright let me see Winkler has hired or, sorry, Winkler was hired to direct the 1989 movie Turn Hooch, which stars Hanks as a detective who solves a crime with the help of a dog. It has long been thought that Winkler was replaced because he and Hanks didn't get along. During a 2019 appearance on Watch What Happens Live, Winkler explained, I was directing that movie for 13 days, and then I was called into producer Jeff Katzenberg's office, and he said, Do you have everything with you? Go home. Winkler has joked about the feud over the years. In 1993, Winkler was interviewed by People and said, Let's just say I got along better with Hooch, the dog, than I did with Turner, Hanks. Uh, more recently, during his walk, well, of course, and again, who wouldn't get along with the dog more than a human, to be honest. Uh, anyway, more recently, during his Watch What Happens Live appearance, the fairy star said, I got along great. Great with that dog. Love that dog. When he was asked if he ever watched the film, he joked, I don't remember the title of that movie. Uh, Howard called Clash between his friends disappointing. Howard knows both stars very well. He worked with Winkler on Happy Days for many years, of course, and he's directed Hanks in five movies Splash, Apollo 13, and the three Da Vinci Code films. It was disappointing, Howard told The Guardian in 2020 of Hanks and Winkler not getting along on Turner and Hooch. I am friends with them both, and both men felt compelled to come to talk to me about it. It was just one of those unfortunate things where they really had a working style that did not fit. I know it was painful for both of them, and I was able to lend an ear, if not offer any solutions. Howard was also asked if things remain strained between them to this day. I don't know. They've both been invited to my birthday parties. It's been a lot of years. Two men with a lot of water under the bridge, he explained. Winkler has confirmed that there's no bad blood between them now. Hanks has never spoken publicly about his relationship with Winkler, but in 2020, Winkler told TMZ in no uncertain terms, I don't have a few to Tom Hanks, and that there was nothing left there to gossip about. The actor also recalled that he had just seen Hanks at the Screen Actors Guild Awards, and it was beautiful, and said that they'd taken a picture together at a Bruno Mars concert. Addressing his comments on Watch What Happens Live, Winkler shrugged them off as a joke. Tell us his fun, he said. Yeah, so that's all of that article. Uh, I'll like, not just see that oh, here's still a little bit. Uh, Alright. 
Now let's get on to something that's um, kind of wrong. So uh, this is brought to us by MSN.com again. Uh, the that was very recent. Richard Partington, economics correspondent, an hour ago. And this is what happens if Russia can't pay its debts after Western sanctions. And the reading, uh, the article. Alright, the article goes on as follows. Russia is close to being unable to pay its debts amid sanctions imposed by the West after Vladimir Putin's invasion of Ukraine. The World Bank's chief economist, Carmen Reinhardt, warned on Thursday that Russia and its ally, Belarus, were mightily close to default. A key test will come on Wednesday next week when the Russian state has to make a $117 million or 89 million euros payment on some of its debts denominated in U.S. dollars. While Russia has relatively low debts and its financial system is less integrated with the rest of the world than other countries, some analysts warn an imminent Russian debt default could have unforeseen consequences. So, what happens in a default? A default occurs when a borrower fails to make agreed payments on their debts. The Bank of Canada and Bank of England, which track global sovereign defaults estimate the total value of government debt in default around the world was $443.2 billion in 2020, about 0.5% of world public debt. Recent governments to default include Argentina, Belize, Ecuador, and Suriname, with nations typically failing to keep up on payments denominated in foreign currencies. Some have strong track records, including the U.S. and the U.K., however, both have defaulted in the past including Britain in 1672 under the reign of Charles II and the U.S. in 1862 during the American Civil War. Russia must make two coupon, or regular interest, payments on on 16th of March. However, it will have a 30-day grace period, meaning a default would not formally happen until at least April. So, uh, when was the last time Russia defaulted? Russia has defaulted before, including during the 1917 revolution and in 1998, when the country's economy remained weak after the collapse of the Soviet Union and the cost of war in Chechnya, NATO was unable to keep up with its debt payments. However, even then, Russia kept up with dollar payments. The so-called rubble crisis caused severe damage for neighboring economies and sent shockwaves to the global financial system, including huge losses for the U.S. hedge fund long-term capital management. So, what's at stake? Hold on. Okay. Uh, again, that works. I do apologize for any interruptions here. So, what's at stake? Russia has strengthened its financial position in recent years in response to Western sanctions imposed after the 2014 annexion of Crimea with the government running budget surpluses and cutting its reliance on the U.S. dollar. According to the Institute of International Finance, or IFF, Russia's external liabilities, money owed to creditors by the government, companies, and households, have fallen from about $733 billion in 2014 to, to about $480 billion. Of this, $135 billion is due to be paid to creditors within one year. However, the amount owed by the government itself is relatively small. The state has about $40 billion in foreign currency bonds denominated in dollars and euros, tiny compared with the size of its economy and with several comparable nations. 
Overseas investors also hold $28 billion of Russian debt denominated in rubles. However, the scale of the problem is bigger for Russian corporates, with just under $100 billion in international bond outstanding. Investors in Russian debt include hedge funds, hedge funds which prefer taking risky bets, and major global asset managers. According to the Financial Times, the U.S. fund manager PIMCO, one of the world's biggest bond market investors, has amassed a $1.5 billion position in Russian sovereign debt. Now, why could Russia default? Western sanctions on Russia's central bank and the country's biggest lenders are causing disruption for financial transactions. Moscow has also imposed capital controls in response, including suspending the transfer of coupon payments on sovereign debt to foreign investors. Russia's finance ministry has said it will service and pay sovereign debts in full and on time. However, Putin has said Russian entities can pay their foreign currency debts in rubles priced at exchange rates set by the Russian Central Bank to residents of countries that engage in hostile activities. While Russia would have had enough foreign currency to cover debt payments, having amassed $630 billion in reserves, the U.S., U.K., and E.U. freezing the assets of its central bank have made much of this sum inaccessible. The rating agency, Fitch, downgraded Russia's sovereign debt to its second lowest level earlier this week, saying a default was imminent. What could be the consequences for Russia? Debt defaults make it harder and more expensive to borrow in the future, given the reputational damage. However, Russia is already isolated on the global stage after the invasion of Ukraine. Western governments have also blocked the Russian state from raising new money on capital markets, including London and New York. According to the IFF, sanctions pushing up the cost of funding is likely to hit the government's financial position, potentially forcing Moscow to cut spending or raise taxes. What could the consequences be elsewhere? Targeting Russia's financial system is intended to inflict economic pain inside the country, although there could be indirect effects on the wider global banking system. However, many economists, including Andrew Bailey, the governor of the Bank of England, have suggested Russia's financial linkages to the rest of the world are small and not of systemic importance. Uh, foreign banks have about $121 billion in exposure to Russia, mainly in Europe, according to data from the Bank of International Settlements. The IFF estimates foreign banks play a minor role in the country, holding only 6.3% of total assets. The country's corporate sector mainly relies on loans for funding from state-owned banks. Foreign participation in the Russian sovereign debt market currently stands at 20% of total outstanding debt, with political uncertainty since 2014 discouraging overseas buyers. The World Bank's Reinhardt told Reuters that repercussions have been limited thus far, but risks could still emerge. I worry about what I do not see, she said. Financial institutions are well capitalized, but balance sheets are often opaque. There is the issue of Russian private sector defaults. One cannot be complacent. So, there is right there. Now, uh, I didn't understand half of that, but I mean, they're pretty easy to understand, but at the same time, yeah.
course they say it's uh, you know not a systemic like they're so small it's on a systemic you know, worth whatever but uh, he says that now I have a feeling might have a bigger reach a bigger effect than he thinks but who knows now on to the last article of this episode uh, which is brought to us by financebuzz.com last updated March 10th of 2022 by Finance Buzz editors and they don't give any names uh, it's and it is titled. <sighs> Sorry, uh, that's not it. <laughs> I'm yawning and apologizing, so that's not the. That could you imagine? <sighs> Sorry. How do you spell? Huh? <sighs> that's what I'm curious. How do you spell it? Anyway, four strategies of one percent use to deal with inflation. I think that'd be a good article to end on and try and uh, you know, hopefully give some good. But I don't know. We'll see. All right. Uh, as soon as inflation is going up. The struggle to keep up with the rising living costs is real, especially with the near-historic inflation rates we see today. Now more than ever, it's important to have a plan in place to combat these soaring costs. So, what does the 1% do to outpace inflation and keep growing their wealth? Here are four strategies inspired by the ultra-wealthy you could use for your money and you don't need millions of dollars to start. Invest in art that, or one, sorry, let me just that sense of one. Invest in art that has outperformed the S&P by over 180%. History has shown art to be one of the top investments of all time. In fact, in the last few decades, art has outperformed the S&P by over 180% between 2000 and 2018. But while the ultra-wealthy rake in huge profits every day, folks have been left out in the cold. Masterworks is an exclusive platform that lets investors of all types add art to the portfolio portfolios in just a few clicks. Delayed by individual shares of famous works by artists like Warhol, Banksy, and Basquat. So we're a stock in a company. Get paid when you're paying yourselves or trade your shares to other members on the second on their secondary market. While Massworks requires a five thousand dollar account minimum to be started, you can build a well rounded portfolio of masterpieces with the help of third art experts. Skip the waitlist. Use our link to get exclusive access to bypass the twenty five thousand person waitlist. Two, earn passive income by investing in real estate. Imagine getting a check in the mail every few months for just holding a little bit of money in an account. Sounds amazing, right? With Fundrise, an investment of as little as $10 can start earning you passive income through quarterly distributions. You'll get to invest in some of the hottest real estate deals without the headaches that come with being a landlord. It takes less than one minute to create an account with your email and password, and you don't have to invest a dime until you know it's right for you. Be sure to confirm your account by clicking the link in the email they send you. The investments do come with risk. Fundrise has paid distributions every quarter uh, since at least quarter 2, 2016, but your payment is never guaranteed. For the service, you'll pay a 0.85% annual asset management fee and a 0.15% annual investment advisory fee. Now, my math, that, that's about a 1% fee. Uh, 3. Prepare for market volatility by diversifying in gold. Stock market volatility can be financially damaging, especially as you near retirement. You could move your investments into a savings account, but have you seen interest rates lately? Another option to consider: diversify with gold. Gold values are inversely correlated with the stock market and the dollar. When one goes down, usually the other usually goes up. If you want to protect your retirement funds, having diversified investments may be able to help you weather market swings. 
Thor Alliance is a reputable precious metals dealer that specializes in precious metals IRAs. They make it simple to transfer funds from your current retirement account, like a 401k or IRA, into a precious metal IRA with no taxes or penalties. Gold Alliance offers a free gold information kit to help you learn more about why gold and silver could be a smart choice for diversifying your portfolio and how the process works. 5. Tap into your home's value without taking out a loan. If you own your home, which I don't own an apartment, you know it's a valuable asset. But tapping into your home's value without selling it can be a challenge. If you need money for home improvements, to pay off debt, start a new business, fund your retirement, pay for education, or more, there's a new option to consider. Home tap is an alternative to traditional home equity loans. Instead of loaning you money that you need to pay back in monthly payments, they make an investment in your home. If qualified, they'll give you the cash now in return for participating in the proceeds when you sell your home. To be eligible, you need to own at least 25% equity in your home. You can request a free estimate of your home from HomeTap to get started. Now here's five. I thought it said four, but no. Here's a fifth one, apparently. Ditch your mortgage lender. Yep, we said it. If you want to save a ton of money next month, $100, $200, $500, you should ditch your current mortgage right now. Our new tool will help you compare mortgage offers and rates and could help you simplify refinancing your mortgage, which means you could slash your interest rate, lower your monthly mortgage payments, and even build equity in your home faster. So, or also you can save money and free up breathing room in your budget. You could even take advantage of a cash out refinance for massive savings. The money you could, money could help, sorry, the money you get could help you crush your high interest debt for good or you could take advantage of the potentially lucrative investment opportunity that you now have the cash for the possibilities are endless you'd be crazy not to see how much you can get just by refinancing and then bonus cancel your car insurance we've got bad news you could be wasting five hundred dollars every year on overpriced second-rate car insurance, and you should probably cancel your existing insurance right now because there's something much better. This new tool from FinanceBuzz.com, FinanceBuzz, sorry, can tell you if you're overpaying for your car insurance in just a few clicks. On average, you find around $500 a year in savings for drivers, and once you try it out, you'll never have to look for affordable insurance again because we find the lowest rates that other companies can't match. Oh, and it's also free. And come on. You can't tell us you don't want to save up to $500. To find out if you're losing at $500 or more a year, just enter your zip code here. It's got a link. Uh, you know, link, click. Uh, answer a few questions and see if you're overpaying. It takes less than two minutes. Um, so, yeah. Uh, a lot of those will be really hard to do for some folks. Uh, like the one where you gotta have at least $5,000. I am uh, attempting to sign up with Fundrise. I'll let you know who that, how that goes. I started to, but then I uh, got busy. Uh, so I'm gonna try and finish that up uh, today. Um, so prepare for market for the first in gold. Uh, that's a curious one. Uh, yeah, so. A lot of the owners, the average owner, home, or yeah. So, 
Um, they can't see your card turn. So, yeah. Curious to see how much that actually works. If y'all know of anything, let us know. And if uh, you're still listening to this, I, uh, yeah, I appreciate you sticking all the way to the end. So, yeah, you know what to do. Share this episode with your friends, your family, go check out the, you know, your coworkers, whatever. Uh, anybody, everybody you can. Sorry, I work here. Uh, so, you know, share this podcast episode, check out the older episodes, stay tuned for new episodes. Stay tuned, it's like awesome. As always, we will catch you later. Thank you all so much for listening.